Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the Kinetic Conversations podcast, a podcast that is designed to activate, engage, and inspire. So in episode eight, I am really excited to share a topic with you guys, none other than why you should travel more and why you should travel often. And what actually sparked this was I was preparing to go on a trip recently, my fiance and I, and uh, I started, you know, naturally you start to tell everybody in your social circles. And when you see people, you know, you're kind of looking forward to it. So uh, I would start to have conversations around me about to travel and, and the places that I was planning to visit and all these amazing experiences I was hoping to garner. And as I noticed uh, and was having that dialogue, I was starting to notice that the people that I was speaking to, they kind of had this uh, enviable look in their eyes. And it was kind of weird because I was like starting to wonder. So as I began to uh, continue to engage with them, I was probing and I started asking questions around like, hey, have you ever been there? Or uh, just really trying to uncover why that look was there, right? And what I was able to uncover was, is that there is so many people out who never get out of their Uh, logistical living zone, right? They never experienced life through the lens of travel. These particular people had never even went on a plane, right? So when you think about that, you say, what type of fear, what type of inhibition has really allowed that person or these persons to not experience life to the fullest? And I think that travel is one of those things that can not only benefit you educationally, emotionally, Um, you know, from a stress level, it is just something that I feel like makes you a more complete and consummate person. So we're going to spend a little bit of time today in episode eight, just discussing why you should travel more and why you should travel often. We're going to get into the benefits. We're going to get into uh, just uh, some of the pros and cons on why people are afraid to travel. We're going to touch on all of that. And I hope that we can truly activate, engage and inspire every one of our listeners to get out, go see this beautiful world around us because we only have one life to live. All right, so studies have shown that those who travel regularly have reduced stress levels. I just talked about that. They grow personally and they make lasting lifetime memories. Because you see, oftentimes we're plagued and we're inundated with the pressures and stresses of life. You know, whether that's work related and you're upset because your boss is driving you nuts or familial constraints or beyond, whatever that thing is. And it's in such times that when we sit back, we dream like you're you're scrolling on Facebook or you're on Instagram or whatever social media platform or you grab a magazine and you see this kind of celestial place, this beautiful place. It could be palm trees for some people. It is a canoe in beautiful Canada. I mean, it's wherever you are dreaming of Maine. And you think about that and you dream of that peace and that relaxation, right? And it kind of serves as like an anodyne. It serves as like this um, this part of, of therapy where you look back and it's kind of cathartic because you think, man, I'd love to do that. But typically what we do is we hop on the phone with somebody and we say, you know, my boss is driving me nuts. And we complain and we pour our souls out. And we go to social media, the post, or we go buy something because we're seeking some form of retail therapy, right? But we never truly think about other aspects and other outlets that we can use to express that displeasure, but to ultimately grow organically to benefit ourselves. Because you see, like when you post on social media, there is uh, a temporary catharsis that goes and there's a temporary amount of relief that you feel in any other outlet that you use. 
but very few things are going to be as fulfilling as traveling. And we're going to highlight a few of the reasons why I think travel can benefit you in so many, so many terrific ways. So the thing that I like to tell people is never, never, never let life just barge you down so much that you never really address the agitation and the stressors, right? Like I said, everybody's using all these other outlets, but they're not really going out and finding that true life fulfillment. And I think travel is the way to do that. Because, you know, personally, I can attest to times that when I was dealing with personal difficulty, a simple trip to New York City where I'm seeing hundreds of homeless people in a subway, you know, or people handing out some form of music that they've created or, or just trying to do everything they can to, so to speak, get put on or, or to sell you something that really forces you to appreciate the life you live, right? Because there are people sitting in subways asking for sandwiches and holding cups and, you know, so many, and I'm not saying that some of those things may have not been self-inflicted, but what you will see is that there is so much that you can be appreciative of in your personal life and typically travel allows you to highlight those things because you see there's times where I needed clarity and I'd meet a stranger I never forget on a flight to Vegas who seemed to have all the exact advice that I needed that's what travel can do for you and the reason why I reference these experiences to highlight that getting out of your bubble and confined social circle can unleash untapped power travel has allowed me to meet TED Talk speakers. I've met various people in Silicon Valley in my travels to San Francisco. I've met congresswomen on, on flights to Milwaukee. Um, and most importantly, I've met everyday people who have so much to offer this world. I've met people who are trying to, you know, figure out how to have a conversation with a loved one or looking to go into a different, uh, a different career field. I've met people from all walks of life. I'll never forget, as I as I was coming up in school, there was a guy who always sat in the back of the room and very few people would talk, wouldn't talk would talk to him because he seemed weird, he kind of seemed uh, to himself and very reclusive. And I never forget that I made it, I made it my doing that I was gonna befriend this young man. And I befriended him and ultimately I was able to uncover that he was a gifted artist. And him and, all, him and I went on to do terrific products together and, and projects. And it was so awesome. I mean, this guy helped me pass art class so well, but it, I didn't do it because I wanted some type of uh, benefit. But it was ultimately because travel and that social aspect really allowed me to uncover a terrific attribute and characteristic this, that this young man had. And that is what travel will do for you. Because you see, a casual conversation and in general kindness has allowed me to foster friendships all the way in Asia. One of my best friends live in Shanghai, right? And I've met people in the Caribbean in my time in, in Aruba where I still am friends with these people today and people in my local city, people who have similar interests as me or people who like the same type of food I like or people who have a differing opinion as well. That has allowed me to ultimately grow organically and really just refine my own personal skill set. Because you see, everyone you meet has a unique characteristic, a unique skill set, and most importantly, they have a unique story to tell. But the only way you can truly experience a deeper dimension of life is through travel. 
And you say, Kenneth, how in the world is that possible? It's just traveling. It's just going to, you know, Texas or it's going to Asia or it's going to, uh, you know, Australia, wherever you choose to go. You must understand that travel forces you out of that comfort zone. There's a quote that I try to live by and I truly love it. And it states true growth is achieved outside your comfort zone. Because if you look at anything in life, you were truly uh, able to grow when you dealt with some form of difficulty or you dealt with some form of discomfort because you will never be able to truly uh, know your capacity unless you test your capacity, unless you know what it is to be lost in the city and you have to figure it out or unless you know what it is to uh, deal with some form of uh, you know, struggles or whatever that difference is, that's the only way you truly will grow. You'll be able to test your capacity. So you must understand that if you struggle talking to strangers or generate new conversation, try being lost in a new city or country and you need directions. That'll force you to talk to people, I promise. It is this discomfort that will allow you to grow. It'll allow you to foster new friendships and learn more about the world around you. So you ask, what are some of the reasons, Kenneth? And what are the benefits to me traveling? So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to highlight a few of them. Travel, first and foremost, it is educational. It is didactic. And I try to make it a practice in my life that almost everything I do, I want to receive some form of educational benefit, right? So whether that's me having to learn a different language or uh, which I'm not that good at that part yet. So bear with me. But that is one of my aspirations. And I've tried to study uh, specifically two different languages Espanol and Mandarin is ultimately my long-term goal. But one of the things that I learned is that travel is educational because you have to engage, you have to learn more about the world around you. I mean, recently I just went uh, to Los Angeles in the California, the Southern, Southern California area. And as we were traversing the city and going to uh, Chinatown and all these amazing places, it forces you to learn about your surroundings and you can never, never make a better investment than investing in yourself. And educationally is one of the great, great investments. The other thing is it allows you to discover yourself. Now, I want to stop for a minute and talk about this because oftentimes when I speak to people, uh, in, in my role, I'm in a leadership position at my at my job, so I interview a lot of people. And typically, when I interview people or when I'm just talking to friends or anything, I, I I ask people. I say, you know, tell me about you. Who who are you? And oftentimes, I get this deliberation and kind of this uh, subtle quietness and this hesitancy that most people have trouble really expressing who they are. And what I've grown to uncover is. The challenge around that is most people don't stop and think about who and what they are, right? Like if I asked you, what is your greatest attribute? Most people can't move beyond the physical, right? They can't move beyond uh, all the other things that stand out from an ostentatious standpoint. They don't know what their best characteristic is internally because they don't take the time to really think and ultimately enhance what makes them an amazing person, right? So that is one of the things that travel allows you to do. It allows you to discover yourself. You find out, man, am I an irritable person when I'm around a lot of groups of people? Am I awkward? Am I a lot more socially engaging when I'm put to the test? I mean, there's so many different things that you'll learn about yourself 
and about your partner. I mean, I've learned so much about my fiance in our travel because I like learn, oh, she doesn't like this type of food or she loves this type of food or, or I don't like a particular thing or I love a particular thing or, you know, she has a thrill. She loves to be on roller coasters and me, I'm a good like fake the funk type of person and I can get up there, but like it's probably not my favorite place to be. But at the same time, I'm able to discover myself. And most importantly, you get to discover other components about the world. You get to realize that the world is not just all black. It's not just all white, that uh, Middle Eastern people are amazing and Asian people are amazing and Pacific Islanders are amazing. There's so many different ethnic groups out there that exist. And we have to stop looking at life through a monolith because as we look for life through a monolith, we literally think that all troubles are a monolith and they're not you must understand that every person you meet is fighting their own battle it's been famously said right so it really allows you to learn about other components about this world and you definitely want to be able to learn about that because if you can learn about that that's going to make you a more relatable person but you're going to be more understanding and you're going to be Uh, a lot more broadened in your perspective and in your view and that's going to ultimately make you a more complete person because a lot of people don't think about this right I want you to think there is 195 countries in the world that we live in and how many of those do we not discuss right because we only look through our lens of like oh the United States or you know unless you turn on TV and you watch the news and they repeatedly throw up Russia or China you kind of think that the world is just built around superpowers but guess what there are so many amazing places out there I can't tell you how many times and, and I know I'm going off a little bit on a tangent but I can't tell you how many times I hear people who talk about Africa like it's a country <laughs> not understanding that Africa is a continent There is so many countries and so many beautiful people and and folklores and cultures inside of the continent of Africa, but most people don't know that. And that's one of those things I'm telling you is that when you travel, that is some of the educational benefits that you'll receive. Because you see, there has been numerous people who have taken a journey to find out something about themselves. I I know that recently, I read about, you know, somebody who's a celebrity who took a trip to actually Africa and felt, you know, he expressed that he felt such a connection to his ancestors and he felt such a connection to just the world around him, understanding that we live such a life of opulence and affluence that we forget that there are hungry people out there. We forget that there are people out there who are struggling, that some of the things that we take for granted largely in Western civilization, like dental or, um, you know, access to clean restrooms and access to suitable hospitals and, and, uh, you know, solvent finances and, and, and a good roof over your head. Those are a lot of the things that we take for granted. And your ability to travel and see the world through a different lens will not only make you a, a better spectator, but ultimately we want it to make you a better participator. So the other thing is, is travel reduces stress. I don't know if you've ever traveled, but boy, if you're working the the hardships of, of, of what we do in this world, right, and you're working and you're working and then it's like somebody rings the bell at 3.30 during school, right, and you're free to go and you take a trip, right, if you take a trip anywhere. I mean, just think about if you went down to a beach in Florida, I mean, sandy beaches, right, think about what that does to your stress levels when you just unplug and you say, you know what, I'm going to detach. 
I'm not worried about anything going on. It really allows you to embrace it. That's why you hear people say, ooh, I can't wait to go on vacation and get a pina colada. The pina colada is not the highlight of the trip, but it is relative in, in the human mind to peace. It's relative to freedom. It's relative to a less stressful lifestyle, right? And that is what travel allows you to experience. Like I said, it allows you to detach. So you don't have to worry about, oh, did I send a corporate email or uh, did I hit a, a sales target at work or did I complete a particular task? It allows you to detach. So you definitely have to travel. Another thing is it grants you lifelong memories. I can't tell you how many times I reference back and one of the years that really come to mind is 2016. And no matter like, it, it's very hard for me to remember dates largely, but no matter what, I always remember 2016. And the reason why I remember the year 2016 and it kind of serves as my reference point is because in 2016, I remember I traveled more than I have ever traveled before because I just decided I was going to be audacious and I was going to go after it and I was just going to make it happen. I'm like, there's a big world out there. And yes, I'm probably fearful going alone, going with some people I don't know, all of these different things, but I'm going to go after it. But it was life's great agitations that actually activated me and made me want to go forward and travel uh, the world around me. But in 2016, I traveled to Aruba. I traveled to the Dominican Republic. I traveled to Jamaica. I mean, I literally went to the Cayman Islands. I went all over the place, Miami. I was just going everywhere. And there was not one trip that I turned down the entire year because I just said, I want to experience life in a different way. And when I referenced earlier about having friends in the Caribbean, that's where I met those people at. All because I just literally asked to rent a jet ski from them. And I was able to foster friendships in Aruba of all places. So now when I turn on the news and something is going on in Aruba, I feel a sense of connection. I feel a sense of uh, camaraderie because I know people in Aruba, but I've walked those streets. I know what that is like. That's the same thing with the Dominican Republic when they're dealing with um, humanitarian crises like um, hurricanes and you know global warming and all those different things. That is connect. That's a connection that I fostered to the Dominican Republic because I shook those people's hands. I know what it is to go to Haiti and I know I've seen the struggle. I've seen the impoverishment. So it has made me a more empathetic person. And that is what travel can do for you. It grants you lifelong memories. It grants you that with a loved one. I can't tell you how many times we've watched TV shows or, or heard, heard stories about someone on their deathbed referencing back to a trip that they took as a family or, you know, a special time in their lives that they all shared together. And also many positive things like, hey, you remember when we went to and they celebrate that and it, and it serves as a reference point and a beacon within their family or their friendship. And that is what travel will do for you. So I've already established some of those benefits, but you now ask Kenneth, all right, so you told us some of the benefits. You told us how I can make us a better person and we could do all these amazing things, but can you stop and tell us why don't people travel more then? And I got a few that I jotted down that I feel like really inhibits and limits people from living, uh, as we say this year, their best life. And I believe that one of the reasons why people don't travel is fear of the unknown, right? It's a lot cooler to swipe on, on Instagram and be like, that looks like a cool place to go. Ooh, I wish. And I see so many people sharing all these places, but they never go out and actually seize the life that they want to live, right? 
So I say fear of the unknown. They don't know what's out there. They, they feel like they don't have the capacity or the efficacy to go out there and make the life that they want, uh, largely through travel. The other thing that I really uncovered is fear of flying. There are so many people who are fearful of flying. And before I went on vacation, I was reading something. I, I read a great deal. So I read either an article or something, and it said that um, the statistics is one in 5,000 people are susceptible to a car crash. Yet nobody really thinks about getting in a car and taking a road trip, right? But there's a truckload of people who are super fearful of flying, yet the statistics are in favor of flying because one in 11 million are susceptible to, you know, a fatality due to plane failure, right? So that really goes to show you that there's just a lot of people out there who are fearful, not because of the aircraft itself, they're fearful because maybe of lack of control or they're fearful of fear itself, right? They feel like they have to have a generated response when they fly. I'm telling you that the fear of flying is legitimate by no means. I'm not trying to, um, you know, put that on the back burner. What I am saying is don't let your fear override an amazing life that awaits you. The other thing is they are unaware of the great life around them. Like they're not exposed to anything. Like they don't have anything. They don't have family who travels. They don't have friends who travels. Everybody probably hangs around the same city and that's all they do. I'm telling you today is the day that you are going to strategize and really debunk um, the philosophies around not traveling. You got to start traveling. Like I said, they lack exposure to the world, so they don't know what it looks like. Another thing is they have fear that is masked in excuses. Like they're really fearful of some particular thing. They're fearful of being socially awkward or not knowing a language a particular place or, or having to foster new friendships and connections, but they mask it in excuses, right? I can't get off of work. I don't have nobody to go with me, all those different things. And that's actually what I put down as the last thing is they say they don't have any travel buddies. And that is also legitimate, maybe, but at the same time, don't let that stop you. Because you know, too many people dream of places they never go. They're risk averse. And simply, they're afraid to get out of their comfort zone. And you remember what I said, true growth is achieved outside of your comfort zone. So don't be a spectator in life, but rather be a participator in life. So you may ask, Kenneth, what are the steps to becoming a more frequent traveler? I'm going to tell you. So I enumerated a few of them, and I really, really want you to listen. And you may have to jot them down, but we're going to go through and we're going to strategize. And like I say, we're going to get you on a plane or we're going to get you in a car. We're going to get you doing something because you owe it to yourself to live a fulfilled life and to travel. So the first thing that I say is use spare time or scheduled time to travel to new cities around you. Now, I don't care if that's a weekend thing, if you use uh, observance holidays, I really want you to make a detailed effort to just use your spare time. You off on a Saturday, use your spare time to travel to a new city. If the new city is an hour away, if it's two hours away, I know particularly for me, um, where I was, where I'm currently living for work, I was like, oh, this city is kind of, you know, it's just slower, it's not metropolitan, comparatively speaking to where I lived previously. But I looked around and I started to research. Where can I go? What can I do? And what I was able to uncover is, is that I lived maybe about an hour and a half away from 
uh, where Walmart's headquarters is, their world headquarters. And I was able to go to the Walmart Museum and, and kind of see their infrastructure and their donations to the University of Arkansas. But I was able to say that I've been there no matter what. I can actually, when I read something about Walmart or when they reference something about Walmart, I'm like, I've been to that very spot in Arkansas. I've touched the very truck that Sam Walton used to drive to work. I've, I've been able to forge a new set of experiences because I decided to really get out of my comfort zone. And like I say, take that weekend travel. So you definitely want to use that spare time and schedule a time to go to a new city. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to expose yourself to places around you and beyond. Now, the way that you expose yourself, because, you know, my my beautiful fiance always tells me this quote. She says, Kenneth, people don't know what they don't know. Right. So I can't hold no one accountable to something that they don't know. So what we're going to establish is you have to expose yourself to something, whether that's a book. If your travel sites just get on you know, Travelocity or Expedia or something and just look up places to go and get an idea on what pricing is. I want you to look up various magazines. I just really want you to expose yourself and kind of get this deluge of travel information to really expose yourself to the world around you. The other thing is, this is a big one. Get a passport. Now, I know you're like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my. But you have to get a passport because that is really going to be the key to unlocking the world around you. Right. And if you want to know what it is, I already have the information for you. It is one hundred and forty five dollars. So you go out there and the cool thing is it lasts for 10 years. So once you get it taken care of, you may not even look like yourself in 10 years, but you'll be able to you'll be able to hold on to it and travel to so many places and get them stamps and them passports and really go through and live that fulfilled life. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to schedule a trip as often as you can, because the cool thing is you're going to look forward to it like you have something that you're working for. I do it all the time whenever they're like driving me nuts at work or something. I'm like, oh, I got to go book a trip. I got to go get ready. And it may take me five, six months to actually go go on that trip. But I have something that I'm working toward. And every time I'm feeling low, I'm like, whoo, I'm about to get on a plane soon. Don't worry. Don't worry. But it gives you something to work forward to. Kind of a practice that I use is, is no matter what, I have to take at least two trips a year. So biannually, I at least try to go somewhere. Now, I try to do it more often than that. But that is like my soft target. No matter what, I have to go at least biannually. The next thing I want you to do is I just and this is the last one. I want you to pick a new place every time. And I just want you to go do it right. It is so important that you go forward and you do it. And one of the things that I want to share, because you guys know that I just love quotes. If you listen to this podcast at all. And one of the quotes that I just seen recently by Leonardo da Vinci said, I have been impressed with the urgency of doing. Knowing is not enough. We must apply. Being willing is not enough. We must do. And I can't stress that enough to impress upon yourself the urgency of doing. Go do it. So as we uh, come to the end of this episode, episode eight, that is, I just really wanted to give you guys a recommended practice, a recommended quote, and then we're going to wrap this up and get this out of here. Right. So my recommended practice is I want you to look up prices to a place you want to travel and check out local hidden gems around you. 
So like I say, you're going to price something else. You're going to price out a trip or something. And it don't have to be nothing elaborate. I just want you to exercise the practice of learning about the world around you. And then hidden gems. I don't care if it's a new restaurant. I don't care if it's a new library. Uh, if there's a food truck opening up, I want you to experience something new around you. So that is my recommended practice specifically for you. And my recommended quote is by Paula Benfeld that says, travel opens your heart. It broadens your mind and it fills your life with stories to tell. And we all know that it is our design that we want to live a life of fulfillment. We want to live a life that is broad in perspective where we can uh, find camaraderie with our fellow man or woman. We want to make sure that we live a life that really is, is heartfelt and it's bold and it's audacious. And the best way to do that is through the outlet of travel. So I hope that this episode carried out its purpose, which was to activate, engage and inspire you. But most importantly, for you to go out and explore the world around you. I hope that you foster new relationships, you make new friends and really go forward and conquer. Because like I say, travel is one of the supreme things you can do to not only enhance your life, enhance your perspective, but ultimately it makes you a better and a more fulfilled person. So until next time, I'm wishing you guys well wishes and Godspeed. Thanks for listening.